is Suspenders Unbuttoned, a podcast where friends talk with friends about TV, movies, and books. Hi, welcome to Suspenders Unbuttoned podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Sarah. And today we are uh, excited to have our guest, Tyler Harlow. Yay, welcome. Hi, friends. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You know, every single time we do that intro, Julie, no matter how many times we do it, I always want to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we we have a struggle with the intro, but we're glad we're all here. <laughs> I, I like I like the intro for some reason. Like it, the the music and the visual, like it, it, there's some like nostalgia for me. I don't know. It like reminds me of something, you know, growing up. Like the music, the kind of like fluty music, and the it, it was very. I think it's on point. So whatever you're perfect. Let her rip. That's what Julie's son did that for us. He composed it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's a little little composition for us and threw it together and had me talk over the top. Yeah. You, you got to use the techie kids to get that done. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, a, he's, a, he's a choir director and a music major. So, you know. Well, well, my hat, my hat's off. Give, uh, give credit where credit's due there. That was nice. Awesome. Like- Shout out to Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Tyler, I'm mostly excited to have you here because I never get to have another New Englander. Um, where, are you, where are you from, Sarah? Rhode Island. Okay. All right. So far. I, I love that. Yeah. New, New Englanders unite, you know? There we go. And Catherine and Julie are both from Minnesota, so it's always like, Minnesota is so great. <laughs> And you know what? Minnesota is great. New England just, you know, well, we won't get into it, Sarah. We don't yeah. have to go there. We know what we know. We know. <laughs> we know we're cool. So anyway, thank you for being here. Um, we're really excited um, to have you. And Thanks. Julie, do you want to lead off with our first question? Sure. We're super excited to have Tyler here because he's got a new movie coming out and it's called um, Marry Me. I'm looking to make sure I get it right. Marry okay. Me in Yosemite. Uh, can you tell me, uh, tell us a little bit about your movie? Yeah, so Marry Me in Yosemite is a film that uh, is based in Yosemite. Go figure. Um, <laughs> and it's a story about a woman, a photojournalist, Zoe Best from Chicago, who travels out west to uh, embark on the journey of writing a book, a new book. And <clears throat> she solicits the help of jack hawkins my character to help her explore the park and see some of the iconic vistas and take her to some of these great places in the park in order for her to capture some really beautiful images um the iconic images offered there and to hopefully capture one that really solidifies and seals the deal for making her book and along the way shenanigans ensue and and uh maybe some clashes clashing of personalities and um, uh, and, a, and a, a great story to boot. So, uh, so that's a, that's a little, little sliver of it. And, and obviously people are going to get the opportunity to see just um, how beautiful of a place Yosemite mm-hmm. National Park is. It's just, it really does play the third character in this movie. It's just an incredible, um, an incredible place that possesses such a, I would say really a spiritual energy to it. It just was so powerful being there. So um, I'm excited for to share that with people and have people get to experience that themselves. 
Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about Jack? Sure. Yeah. Um, so Jack lives um, adjacent to the park. He's been a longtime <laughs> community member um, in the park uh, working. He has written a book um, about conservation, mostly mostly uh, water conservation, but he's originally from Sacramento and had uh, visited the park throughout his childhood and developed uh, an affinity and a, and a, a connection with the park. And he's someone who cares deeply about not only Yosemite, but um, nature and wilderness and the preservation of wilderness um, uh, as a whole. And he sometimes his personality can be stubborn and uh, a little um, maybe not always the, the greatest bedside manner. Um, but that's only, um, because he's yet to find someone to open him up a little bit and, and, and remember what the, uh, the softer side of life is all about too. Uh, so really a, 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 um, a tenacious and passionate person, uh, in regards to what he does, uh, and, and it complements <clears throat> Zoe and her, um, she equally ambitious, but in a different way and may, may see a lighter things in life. Um, and so there's a fun dynamic there when they get together. Fun. So, um, how is Jack similar to you? I feel like there's quite a few things. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think to be honest and, um, a large part of me, getting the part was there are so many similarities. It wasn't a big stretch for me in terms mm -hmm. of personality and experience to uh, embody Jack. And so I think, I think a lot, I'm from Vermont originally. Mm -hmm. I grew up in rural Vermont and I spent a lot of, I grew up on a dead end dirt road and I had two older brothers who were all 18 months apart. And in the morning it was kind of like, out the door and we'll see you at dinner and and mm -hmm. and the rest was left to our imagination and i think you know through osmosis and that and that um environment you really develop this strong connection and affinity towards a place and an experience so i i had a foundation of being um loving the wilderness and then i went to college and shortly thereafter i worked for a company in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, um, that leads adventure trips for teenagers, kind of like an Outward Bound or, okay. or Knowles program. And yeah. they lead trips domestically and internationally all over backpacking, whitewater rafting, rock climbing, you name it, scuba diving. And I coincidentally led a trip for them in Wyoming uh, my first summer there. And I was in um, Yellowstone National Park, Grand Teton National Park, uh, the Wind River Range, and I got the, I got the, I was so fortunate to have the opportunity to spend some time, not only enjoying wilderness, but teaching wilderness mm -hmm. uh, and a love and a passion for wilderness to others, and and part of that being, um, hopefully developing a really honest and and uh, well well-groomed sense of 
being a steward for the land. Um, and so that was really an enjoyable experience for me. I ended up uh, going back to Vermont at the end of the summer, packing up my truck, and I lived in Wyoming for seven years where I continued to recreate and work in various capacities and uh, really live a live a, a, a really uh, spectacular dream that I, re I know that most people don't get an opportunity to. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. by the time I moved to LA and obviously the culmination of me getting this role, playing, playing Jack, it spoke to me very naturally and right. very easily. And so that was, that's a gift in acting, I suppose, is when you get to embody a part that is, is very much you, you know, the work, though there's work to be done in the story and development, you, you, when you know a thing, you get to hopefully that resonates on camera. Um, so that was really wonderful. Uh, right. As your way. first, um, you know, Hallmark lead, I feel like it's kind of a gift to give you where you're playing another character, where you also get to like share this really special part of you with the character kind of. Abs yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think, <clears throat> I think for me, having this be my first lead in a Hallmark movie. And uh, it was it was helpful in many ways to be able to have confidence in the things that I knew and could, could represent well. And I think that gave me the confidence to hopefully put on a strong performance and create a really compelling character and a great uh, movie to watch. Awesome. Love that you'd be comfortable with that kind of, kind of thing. So yeah. what's your favorite location in the park that you shot? God, that's a tough one. There's so many beautiful spots. I mean, from shooting in the valley, we were throughout the days, we'd be at the base of El Capitan. Uh, we were at the base of Half Dome. Um, I've said this before, and I, I truly believe it. When you drive into the park from the south entrance, you go through this tunnel, it's called Tunnel View. And it's basically uh, an engineered tunnel that goes through through a mountain. Uh, mm -hmm. And you come out and you open up to this vista of the, the valley floor and the waterfalls. And it's just pretty, it takes your breath away. It's really right. awe-inspiring. And so every morning that we were shooting in the park, we were actually would stay in this small community called Wawona, which is about 40 minutes from the valley itself, still in the park which was beautiful in its own right. And every morning we would park at the Outlook at Tunnel View and to meet up with a park ranger that would come with us throughout the day and and just guide us and, and help us um, ensure you know, everything was safe and et cetera. And, and so every morning we had this amazing privilege to sit and, and take in and taking this view um, before going back down into the valley to shoot. And on the last day of shooting in the park, the first half of the movie was shot in the park. The second half was shot just adjacent to the park. And our last day and our last shot of the day before we headed back to our cabins, mm -hmm. um, we were on a Turtleback Dome, which is basically a massive uh, mountaintop uh, and uh, very close to Tunnel View. And we shot a scene. The scene was great and it, it was so beautiful. It was kind of the magic hour um, at, at night and we were looking out onto all these places that we had now visited and shot and and been had made memories at and it was 
it just felt like such a culmination of such a wonderful experience in the park with people that we are also <clears throat> between Cindy, my co-star and the production team, the crew, we had all from day one of, at the tunnel view to our last day there, we had all, you realize that we had developed a bond, a friendship yeah. that was really um, exceptional. And, and obviously there's a, a nostalgia there, a, a bittersweetness of leaving the park and knowing that, this experience, that chapter had come to a close, but something that we'll forever take with us. And that was, that felt very real and, and, and beautiful. So. Yeah, I believe that's exactly what Cindy told us the other day. We had Cindy Buzzy on and she told, she told my story. Yeah. I mean, almost <laughs> the same story about going in every morning, you know, from the tunnel into the Valley. Um, she told us how it was almost like, I don't know, like a summer camp experience, like you, where you make those bonds with. Yeah. Yeah. You're in such an intense, intense environment, right? We, we had such a small crew because of the nature of what was allowed to yeah. work in the park under our permit. And we were also staying in these cabins. We had a big van. We'd all pile, you know, pile into a couple of vans in the park. We, everyone had, was asked, a lot was asked of everyone and not just of Cindy and I, but the entire crew. And they really mm -hmm. lived up to the expectation and more and exceeded that. And because it was such a small intimate set, everyone <clears throat> got to know everyone very, very well. And I'm so grateful for that because without such a wonderful team, um, this movie would not have happened. And I'm, and it really um, can't be understated that, um, that that how important that was uh, to both Cindy and I, and so yeah, summer camp, summer. I'm like, I get the I get paid to make a beautiful movie in Yosemite. I mean, how lucky am I? Right, amazing. Um, what a first, a first role for um, Hallmark, right? You'll never forget that. No. Yeah. In the opportunity to shoot in a national park, that just right. doesn't happen very often, and so just so that unique. everyone jumped up and did everything that needed to be done to get that happening and unique for hallmark you know they don't yeah. it's not it's not doesn't really fall under their normal um purview of where of how they shoot you know and so i think everything i think that will hopefully resonate and with people in the movie is that it really is something that is unique in many ways to to hallmark and and but captures a lot of that you know the core sentiments and and values and um I'm so glad I got to be me that got to shoot in such a beautiful place. Did you get to do um, any kind of activities? Like I imagine you must be doing something more than hiking every, you know, are you rock climbing? Like what did yeah. you do in the film? <laughs> yeah, we, um, we got to, we got to rock climb and I, and I, and, and uh, Cindy put it well. She's like, we, everything was very safe and everything was done very safely. It was, it was more, we, we had a, a a sequence without getting giving too much away where there's rock climbing that happens but the way you know it's it's movie magic it's a very low angle pitch that we're able to make look like but we yeah. were harness, harnessed in i have some rock climbing experience so it was fun even even under the the faux conditions to harness in and rope up and we we had fun just kind of um going through the motions cindy was very very funny she's got a great like uh improv yeah. mind that allows for this physical comedy to be really big and and um and then we all we also <clears throat> got to capture 
um, a couple of rock climbers actually rock climbing um, at Manure Pile Buttress, which okay. is which is made famous because the name the name it's a very it's a famous place to rock climb in Yosemite, and the name comes from when when the park was established before there were roads and, and cars, there were horse and buggy, and they would take yeah. all their all their manure and, and pile it up over there. Okay. So hey. it stuck. The name, <laughs> the name, the name stuck. The manure didn't, but the name stuck. And uh, you gotta love that history like that. That's great. I mean great. The, the the again to be part of a movie and experience you should be informed too, you know, and I thought it was so much fun to be, to learn actively as we were in the park about things. Um, but yes, we got to go there and watch, um, uh, watch a couple people climb and, and get some footage of that. And, and they ended up actually these, uh, Russ and Katrina, they were local to, uh, the area they actually made it into the movie a couple lines and they were so much fun they were just the genuine uh, the genuine article you know and and it was it was so much fun to uh engage with them and and them kind of be on set and and help us with some stuff and uh it really made i think it will make for a really fun sequence love that love that so Cindy's a very experienced actor was this helpful or a little intimidating when you first started uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you would think that there's a level of intimidation and probably at first before I met Cindy, there was an element of that, but just the kindest, most receptive person in the world. She was nothing but generous and giving in her, uh, her acting and her experience and was truly so encouraging in my journey and where I was coming into the movie, I just felt so welcome, which freed me up to just be, to act and do the things that um, are really important, feel comfortable and said, I mean, she, I can't, I can't convey uh, just how great she was mm -hmm. to work with. Um, obviously you guys know from interacting with her, she's just a wonderful human, easy to talk to. She's got a great sense of humor. We really had a good, good banter, which kept things really fresh. And yeah. especially on these longer days where you're hot and tired. I mean, you know, it's nice to have that comedic relief. Right. And Cindy, Cindy was, uh, you know, she's top tier in that regard. So it was a lot of fun to work with her. That's awesome. fun. Yeah, we love, we enjoyed meeting her. Um, yeah. She told us about um, the bear. The bear. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was our first, first day of shooting. Actually, we were, that was a fun experience. So we, and coincidentally enough, the ranger we had for that day, and we had him for a couple days throughout our time shooting, um, this guy, Rob, he was actually in charge of the the black, the bear program in the park. So in, okay. in tra tracking their, you know, their, um, you, you, their movement throughout the park, tagging them, et cetera. So it was kind of fun to have him there with us and, yeah, we were at uh, Lower Yosemite Falls and we were getting ready to shoot this scene where we, Cindy and I had this walking scene. And so we're standing in one area. The camera is way down on the other end and everyone else is down there. And all of a sudden we, I can see down in this, um, in this kind of draw where this little creek runs through this little, it was a black bear, but 
the this one was really blonde it was it, it was mm-hmm. even more blonde than um you know you, you see the coloring of a of a grizzly bear say mm-hmm. it was very blonde it was small and it came running through down in this in this creek area and then it came up pretty close to us by the time it crossed where we were it crossed over the path of where we'd be walking and it was probably not 40 feet away from us but they're so uh, they're yeah. so habituated to being in the park and so unfortunately they they're more of a not perceived as a, a nuisance but there there's a lot of potential for human uh, wildlife interaction so they have to be mindful of trying to as soon as there is a bear in the area they they deter it and, and try and get it away but it, it was a really a wonderful moment for us to see a bear on our shoot so that was fun i hope they got that on film i don't know if they did i think <laughs> i think at that point all eyes were just kind of craned to yeah. the uh, uh, there's a bear. Yeah, there's a bear, and 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 the uh, the act of shooting was kind of second uh, yeah. secondary. So it was it was all captured up here in our minds for sure. <laughs> right, a great core memory. <laughs> That's funny. We um we don't really get many bears here in Rhode Island, but we did have one in my my childhood yard growing up. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, outside, my brother walked out, and there's just a black bear sitting. There. Uh, it's funny growing up in Vermont. I only have ever seen one, one black bear growing up, uh, and so they're you know, they're pretty elusive. Yeah. I, I, the park again attracts them because right. there's food. It's it, and again, it's a good. Uh, it's one of these uh, another great opportunity to learn about how important um, the interface between people and wildlife is, and and how we manage that because um, it's important to keep these populations of animals um healthy and well and and not have to resort to anything that would jeopardize their well-being so absolutely i'm looking in the comments now um and sandra says you have one in your backyard now i didn't i didn't i'm sorry i i I didn't have my comments clicked on i was on the other so let me yes let me so sandra you have one in your backyard right now okay Sandra, where where is Sandra from? That's where I don't know. Sandra, where are you hanging out? We get him in the Sandra, suburbs here. Um, your new fan page. Yeah, he's <laughs> she shared your new fan page. So say <laughs> Sandra. He's traveling to the. I mean, he's like, are you blocking him right now? Um, yeah, I we get him in the suburbs around here too. So they yeah, yeah. Blue Ridge Mountains. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, there you go. We can probably sing a song about that. <laughs> Blue Ridge Mountains, yeah. Shenandoah River. I'll leave that up to you, Julie. You, you're, yeah, life you're, is you're, you're older, the, older than the, the breeze. Musical maven here, so not. But I can I keep going that. on that one. Younger than the mountains. <laughs> uh, John Denver, we're going deep on John Denver here. Oh, hi, Cindy. Cindy's here. Um. Oh, hi, Cindy. Cindy's uh, here. Cindy Busby's here. <laughs> Say hi, Cindy. If we oh, hi. real, Cindy. Is that Cindy? It says Jen it's Miller. Her. It says ah, no above that two above Sandra, Cindy Busby, the Cindy Busby, the Cindy Busby. Cindy. Um, so let's talk about when Cindy was being mean to you on set. No. <laughs> <laughs> never, never happened. Um, right? Oh, so let's, let's talk about that reel she put up today. That was oh my God. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> it, it was uh, it's funny because I didn't even like realize it at the time in the in the moment, you know, you're like you're so kind of just discombobulated from being on set and just doing whatever. 
and I now in, in hindsight recall like <laughs> you know things that you know things that actors do like actors are just like us you know and like I should have <laughs> recalled that that was all like leading up to something but it was it was really funny to see these you know these these um behind the scenes kind of candid moments you're having when when the, the you're not rolling it's kind of it's fun to remember and really those are the those are the memories that are made you know it's it's yeah. it's again yeah. our crew was so much fun we all had great um camaraderie a sense of camaraderie and so there was a lot of a lot of chuckles behind uh behind the scenes i can imagine, I can imagine. that was fun and props to cindy for thinking ahead yeah cindy. having that all put together way to go cindy that's yeah. a fun reel that was uh it was really fun um, we enjoy a good reel around here. Um, let's see. There's a question about when will the movie be available in other countries? Um, so we'll have to find that out. But usually, at least Canada usually shows it. Yeah, I wish I could okay, speak yeah. more on that, but I can't, unfortunately. Cindy, if you know, can you put it in I the question, the comments. Often it's a mystery, though. I will say yeah. a lot of times we'll even have like directors on. They'll be like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no good. I feel more comfortable saying, I don't know. I no. don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fine answer every time when it comes to when will it air and where will it air? It's often, I don't know. <laughs> Sandra says she'll, she'll find out. Yeah, you will, fan club starter. Sheila, uh, what's Sheila next will already know. Future projects. Um, I don't know. Hopefully something exciting. You know, I'm, I'm starting to audition again. I did just complete um shooting a movie in georgia i was just in georgia um and so that was fun and hopefully i can talk more about that um at a later date and and um yeah i mean in, in terms of things to come I, i'm hoping a to get this movie out and have a, a really positive reception and and continuing to audition and and finding the next the next awesome role that I can take on. Um, so uh, your movie that you just finished filming, does it have a home yet? No, I don't think so yet. Um, yeah. Again, probably also, another opportunity for me to say, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's and, acceptable. And I, it's one we hear all the time. <laughs> and I really don't. And I really don't know. No? Um, you know, imagine, imagine if a director can give you that answer. Yeah. Where, where I am oh. in, on the totem pole. and um, But it was a lot of fun. I had a fun and I was grateful work begets work. And I really attribute a lot of that momentum to uh, Marry Me in Yosemite and kind of that's rewarding me hopefully into what uh, proves to be a lot more work. So you have a lot of experience being in national parks and uh, things that you want to be uh, uh be careful with when you're in a national park. Um, so what were some of the challenges when you were shooting a movie to work around um, really respecting the park and the uh, the things that make it wild? Sure. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think obviously, though we had a very small crew because we were only allowed so many people on the permit, um, we had to be mindful of our footprint uh, everywhere we went, you know, having a lot of people trying to orchestrate shots, being mindful that we were still honoring park mandates of not treading on areas that we shouldn't be going. And a lot of, again, attributing a lot of uh, appreciation and, and 
thankfulness to the park rangers who came along with us to help guide us through some of those more um uh you know perfunctory stuff that was still very important which was you know we we wanted to uh advocate and obviously showcase the park and all its wonder while maintaining a, a real true respect for it and i think we were able to accomplish that and um navigate that pretty well and, and we i think we left left the park as beautiful as we found it which was nice yeah that's you know and that's always the anybody who is in and out of those types of areas i that's the goal is you know uh, yeah to take everything away and leave nothing you leave, know, it, leave, no leave it nicer than you found right you know leave right it nice. nicer than you found right um yeah and it, we we have the boundary waters on the north end here and so that's very much a thing here you know it's yeah, like gorgeous. you carry carry everything out with you and so and take more right um i, I have a dear friend from roso minnesota oh do you yeah that's yeah, the iron yeah. range oh that's the range for oh, sure you betcha. Oop, oh, you get the range up there, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Those guys up there, they're they're, they're, they're tough cookies. <laughs> they're tough as can be, and that um that accent is like you are in the movie Fargo up there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you don't even have to work on it. It's your deep. It's like that Fargo movie accent is real up there. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's spectacular, good, but it's good, beautiful. Good people in good people in Minnesota. You yeah, know? it's beautiful up there, though. That area, there's a lot of uh, national forests, and yeah. it's yeah, it's it's maybe, stunning. There's a reason. Maybe it's... maybe for our next movie, you know, we, who knows? There's uh, let's go. Uh, let's, go. We'll, let's pitch we'll it. We'll come up and we'll hang out as extras in the background. I love that. I love that. I've never been to Minnesota, so new podcast live, you know. Right, oh, oh. I make it a thing. No, I'm kidding. We'll go Instagram live from up there. Yeah, we'll go we'll, live. We'll be like on Tyler's movie. Um, right? Yep. We'll just follow you around. <laughs> no, I'm um, Buddy, so do you, what did you have to do for your audition for this? Because I did hear, um, I listened to your interview with Wendy from Head Over Heels yeah. podcast, who is a friend of ours. So yeah, I did Wendy, hear you um, we love her. She's got a huge TikTok following. Did she tell you about that? No. We yeah, she's a big TikToker. TikTok. Well, she's, a, she's a pretty inspiring person. I had a lot of fun chatting with yeah. her. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, but, but anyway, so tell us, what do you remember about that? Yeah, again, I mean, I think when I first saw the audition and submitted for it, I immediately thought it, it kind of immediately popped out to me because of the story obviously the location of shooting in Yosemite, but the character itself was very much um, spoke to me. And I actually have, I think I told Wendy this, I have a friend who now lives in Atlanta. She, she used to live here in LA and she works in the similar vein as uh, of movies um, as Hallmark. She's, yeah. And she reached out to me and said, Hey, I saw this audition for this part you should definitely submit for. And I said, I did already. And then it was really, it was really a lot of fun to, uh, you know, fast forward a month. And I said, Hey, guess what? And she, she, I didn't, she didn't have to ask what she said, no, you didn't. I said, yes, I did. And so, um, I actually, I, I auditioned for it and I didn't even go to callback. I, I got, I got the part. Got right. Wow. Yeah. So, it, I, I mean, it sounds like it, it's like, this was your part to have, right? Yeah, I mean, I again, I, I think I, I say that with 
humility and knowing that a lot of I'm I feel very fortunate to out of all, mm-hmm. all the, the pool of actors mm-hmm. to have been able to play Jack and I and I'm I feel very honored and grateful for that and hopefully that reflects in the performance but I'm I'm so grateful to um, Bruce Johnson the writer director um, everyone and uh, and production and casting to say yep Tyler is the guy for this and and putting that um that faith and belief in me so i'm i really appreciate it and and i'm so thrilled i mean here i sit talking about a wonderful experience in a movie that i got to make so are you um are you gonna have a big watch party <laughs> my girlfriend uh is she's got something cooking and we're gonna do something for sure um you know part of me wants to be have it be a, a small intimate affair and then another part of want, wants to open it up to a, a, a bigger to do. And since I'll have several opportunities, since it will, it will be airing a couple dates, mm-hmm. uh, Saturday and then Sunday and then the following uh, week, maybe I'll get to do it all. Um, but we're definitely, <laughs> definitely going to do something and we're definitely going to celebrate. Um, I say go big. Go big, go big or go home. That is what they say. Go big or go home. I know it's just it's just me, and my nerves trying to. Uh, I'm like I'm so proud. I'm <laughs> you so don't proud have to. Watch. Watch. That? You don't have to watch. Just have uh, <laughs> that's right. Party. That's right. No, I want everyone to go go out and, and and watch, and certainly we will be watching and and just so um, thrilled to see the final product of something that is, I just believe is going to be so incredible to to watch and, and Cindy and I, and, and the, and, um, the rest of the cast and, and just watch something that really hopefully is uplifting and, and mm-hmm. awe-inspiring. Sounds fantastic. I, I was going to say, you need a Twitter handle. Uh, so you can join us to live tweet. I tried to tag you on Twitter and I'm like, I know I can barely, I feel like I can barely, I feel like I can barely handle, uh, Instagram. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm such a, a luddite in, in general you know it comes with a you know with 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 portraying a character that is mostly off the grid it does come with a lot of getting accustomed to the the digital age you know instagram i've mastered pretty well i'm like oh twitter i gotta i gotta i gotta conquer a whole nother medium here um yeah well I, it's the it's thing in this world i know right it's i mean like movie. in this little hallmark rom-com movie yes. of the week TV movie world, everybody live tweets. Um, I leave that to Julie. <laughs> All right. I I'm suck not... at Twitter. I just retweet. <laughs> uh, as, as of right now, Cindy's going to be doing the heavy lifting on that. Yeah, she's good. She's good yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. She's, she's got this. A, she's got it. I'm like, I'm, I'm posting videos of myself singing in my car, and Cindy's like doing the she's like reels out there, out there. You yeah. know exactly. <laughs> All right, I'll get my, I'll get my act together here. <laughs> you should get a Twitter, even if you pre you can preload your tweets. Ooh, so while you're go. having your mm-hmm. huge party, just fire them off. You don't even have fire to fire them off, right? Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That sounds like it has uh, some appeal to me. You have to do like a tutorial, Julie. Like I, I, could, I could do a tutorial. I was gonna say, Julie, we're gonna get on get on the horn. You have to teach me a thing or two. <laughs> well, we've even posted like how to like um do a shortcut so you can get all your hashtags and tag everyone's uh you know like at cindy busby at if you ever have a handle Uh, (laughs) sweet tea or something whatever you want to be i'm not 
yeah I'm, I'm not always into shortcuts but that sounds good that sounds <laughs> so we, we we gave we have a one about that so um you said at the beginning that you graduated from the university of vermont what, what's yep. your degree in i majored in psychology um so um you know i when i initially went to college i didn't really know what i wanted to do mm-hmm. when i ne- left college i didn't really know what i wanted to do but i met some incredible people along the way. And I actually indirectly ended up using that degree. I worked with um, adjudicated youth uh, in Mm -hmm. Wyoming and uh, again, in these adventure trips, outdoor education. So I was working in a capacity that um, that degree served me well. And I I really, uh, I just found it interesting to what better to know than people, you know, we we are, the social animal. So, um, so yeah, I, I, and I graduated, I matriculated and I, uh, it took me all all five years, but, uh, it, um, you know, I, I, especially the further away from that experience I I get and the older we get, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for every chapter in my life. And that was a big one, important one. I still have close friends, dear friends who mean the world to me from that time in my life. And, Oh, oh, if I could tell my 21-year-old self where I'd be at uh, 37, you know, here, here I am. If we all could tell our 21-year-old yeah. self what we're doing. Enjoy the ride. Just enjoy yeah. the ride. I think we'd all have a good talk with our 21-year-old yeah. selves. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we'd be tender with them, you know. And, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, you got to learn along the way. Isn't that part, part of the thing? Uh, but I think that degree's great for acting too don't you think when you're working with people yeah for sure i mean i think i think um you know it's a study of 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 people you know you're just we acting is so much trying to embody the essence of something the truth of something and again on this movie i really have the opportunity to um have a lot of all all of that already working in my body because of a lived experience uh i think you know, knowing people and, 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 and being aware of those things is, is an effective, it's a advantageous in acting. So mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, I, I think honestly, no matter what career you would choose, psychology will play into it. You know, we, and that's the beauty of it. It's, it's the beauty and the curse is that it's, it's such a, it, it's so diverse in what you can do and it's so diverse in what you can do. you got to really hone it down to something um so um yeah that's right now i know that's why i went into psychology to be, to be where i'm at right now exactly so when did acting and i know we know you started in modeling so when did that all like get put on your radar because it obviously wasn't when you were in school yeah um you know in hindsight my mom used to take we used to have the summer stock close to us and my mom used to house some of the actors over the summer. And I remember I, I used to enjoy very much going to see it typically was three productions throughout the summer and this old, old red barn post and bean barn. And, and the productions were really good because they were all equity actors from Boston that would come up to Vermont. And so they yeah. were cutting their teeth. And so it wasn't yeah. not that there's anything wrong with small regional theater, but these were really accomplished actors and, um, I, you know, I, I think that always lived in me somewhere. Um, 
but it wasn't until Wyoming towards the tail end of being in Wyoming, I got the incredible opportunity to work, to uh, act in a, a regional theater, a production called uh, water by the spoonful. And um, because the nature of the play, the director um, outsourced some of the characters from LA and Denver. So we, we had equity actors working from uh, Denver and Los Angeles to come up to Jackson. And I had the immense privilege to work with really talented people who are, were again, so supportive of me, willing to meet me where I was at and um, really provide some profound and, and great insight into their experience, the world of acting, kind of what's, you know, just to give me a roadmap of what my options were. And I said, well, if I'm going to make this thing land, and I was so inspired by the production. I had such a good time. It was, I think at the time I was just seeking growth in some way. And when you challenge yourself into doing something that you're can, can frighten you. And, and, you know, I think maybe that was where the initially was. And then I found that I really enjoyed it. And, um, so I packed up my truck and I moved to Los Angeles and, you know, I think five years, it's been a little over five years now and five years of, of working hard and working towards a goal. And, and, and I'm still inspired by the work and I, I'm excited for it. And so I think I, that validates the decision I made. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got your first movie coming out. Right. It's surreal. I mean, it's really, I have, you know, I, I, <laughs> I have friends, I have a, a friend who I used to volunteer fire and EMS in Wyoming um, for a couple of years. And I have a friend that just uh, sent me an, tagged me in an Instagram story and, and, and he's at the fire house right today. And he had it, uh, Mary me in Yosemite pulled up, you know, and said, we're getting geared up to watch Tyler in this. And, you know, so it's kind of surreal to see that. Yeah. And it's also a testament to God. I'm so lucky to have people again, like it's, it's a, it's an account of your, your timeline and, and, and the people who have supported you and been part of your life along the way and who, what, what experiences have made you as a person. And I'm so it just seems surreal that I'm going to be able to all at once connect with a lot of different people in that way. And that's really cool. I'm, I just, uh, it's hard to explain that feeling. Yeah. Well, we're so excited for you. I feel so happy for you. Um, oh, thank you. Like, I'm so... Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, oh, I was just going to say, so you're, you did EMS. So did you certify in EMS too? Or like you've done everything. Uh, I wouldn't say everything, but you know, I, uh, what can I say? I, I, I like experience. I think life should be rich in experience. Um, yeah, I was, I was a certified EMT. I had my firefighter one. I had my wildland uh, firefighter yeah. certification okay. because living in Wyoming is prone to yeah. wildfires. For me, it was, an honor to give back to a community that I had been part of and had given me so much for seven years. Um, and I met some really important people and just to feel like I was contributing, giving back was so awesome. Um, little do people know that at least in the United States, roughly 80% of fire departments are volunteer. So mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't happen without people wanting to invest themselves and, and much love to all my friends uh, who, up in Wyoming who work hard to, to keep people safe and, and, and know the work that goes into it is, you know, it's a labor of love. And, uh, 
I was consider myself fortunate to have done it for a while. So yeah, shout out to the first responders. Uh, uh, I love that you worked as a first responder. That's a whole different um, ball of wax. And uh, yeah. I, I am blessed to work with first responders every day and uh, see the amazing things that they do. Uh, so got, got to love that. I love that's a piece of your story. It's something, yeah, me too. Me too. something different that you can bring bring along with you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let me let me let me answer. You want me to answer a question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if I had to choose a career for life, uh, which one would it be? Acting or psychology? I think again, since we touched on it, we I I would like to use psychology in my all my acting moving forward. So I get to use both. Uh, but I would use psychology uh, in service to my acting. Um, yeah. So Alberto, if that explains that, what techniques did I use to get into character? Again, because I had so much uh, lived experience, the muscle memory of a lot of it was so uh, already instilled in there. And then the development of the character in context to, to the circumstance was just all motivated through, um, you know, knowing, knowing who I was, who Jack was uh, since my relationship was Jack's relationship was always fresh. It was just kind of knowing who I was and living out those tenets of, right. of what I believed in, in the, in the movie. So I uh, made that kind of easy. Um, uh, anyways, that's just so I wasn't ignoring uh, people in the comment section. Uh, I wanted to take a moment to. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Sandra says, love that term muscle memory. Uh, uh, you know, and it's, we talk about muscle memory, anybody who's done physical activity or has been trained athlete, you use muscle memory all the time for your, your training, but your brain also has muscle memory in the way you perform or uh, are in a certain circumstances. And I can totally see that coming back into play when you're in the national park there. That's. Uh, yeah. Oh, big time. I mean, again, you know, having had, I worked in outdoor education in California, actually uh, in my twenties as well. I used to travel in the shoulder seasons from Wyoming to uh, California. I worked for a company based in Ventura called Naturalist at Large, and they That's would liaison with school systems and take kids on backpacking trips and, yeah. and outdoor education experiences. And uh, I got to get um, ropes course, high rope, high rope element certified. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, belaying and doing that stuff, like it wasn't foreign to me. And so if you know, if you have a semblance, the camera doesn't lie. If you know, you know what you right. know, you know. Right. And, and so, and even as an actor, your job is to learn all those things. I was lucky because I had, a, I was able to get ahead of the curve on some of those things. And, and again, be comfortable in the outdoors, the things that, you know, you just looking, looking the part is being the part, you know, being. Yeah. And so I, I was fortunate in that way. Um, I'm going to answer this question only because. Oh, I, good. Is this the yeah. hard worst question? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I, um, I used to work as a, I don't know, you guys are going to laugh. I used to work as a handyman as well in, in Wyoming. She and, really has done it all. <laughs> all and, of it. And you're not even 40. <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's encouraging. Um, and Jackson being a small town, I got a, I got a post from a, a woman who I remembered by face and she tagged me once I, um, started uh, marketing uh, Mary Me and Yosemite and ev everything, all the publicity started coming out. And 
And I remember her very well. I used to go into the hardware store all the time because you got to pick up odds and ends for every job. And, you know, always have, imagine this, I'm a pretty gregarious person in my real life and chatty. And, and she just post, she tagged me in a post and said, I remember when Tyler used to come to the hardware store and she was very sweet. She said, you know, Tyler was a nice guy and we always had a fun conversation. So that, that's the origin of that. It was just, um, you know, your, your old life coming back, back to you, you know, everything we talked about with, you know, you people, I can't tell you the influx of people uh, reaching out and wishing me well and, and, and saying how proud they are and just really nice words. Um, so. I love that you're a handyman going to the hardware store all the time. Cause there's like one hardware store when you're in an area like that, as someone who worked five years in a hardware store, yeah. I'm going to say you are quote a regular, everyone's got a name and you were, that's right. A regular. A regular. I got, uh-huh. I got the account there, you know. What it is, yep. Oh, um, you signed the paper and everything. Oh, that's it. That's it you know, uh, it's, it's the accolades you earn uh, and that kind of uh, experience. Yeah. So and they're just like, just put it on the account. And they're like, yeah, just put it on the account, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Put it, on, put it on the account, Joey. No problem. All right. <laughs> no, so I, I know that. I know that. Yep, the regulars. It's like perfect. When I read that, I'm like, because at first I'm like, did he work there or was he a regular? And then I'm like, oh, he's the handyman. He's the regular. Right. <laughs> As and I'm to the- sure that will be a role in a future Hallmark. Yes, you'll be the handyman. Definitely. You know, there's always, always a hardware store. That's why I, I didn't know it, but I was just grooming myself for all these different. <laughs> the you're going to come in with experience for any of them. You're going to be like, just Bring throw it. it my way. I got That's it. Right. I got right. this. Work with kids. <laughs> yep, I got it. We got teenagers that have issues. Let's go. Just don't, <laughs> you know, no nuclear physicist, those things a little beyond my purview, you know, but um, yes, I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful to have a life that was rich is rich with experience. I'm so yeah. I'm so grateful for that. So I love uh, that. Um, Yvonne says that you've done so many things. Are there any other professions or hobbies you would like to do? I mean, of course. I mean, it, if I could live a thousand lives over, um, you know, I work. I work. Um, I have worked in the trades, uh, doing carpentry work and and that and that stuff. I really do enjoy working with my hands. I think we as humans are meant to toil. I think, I think that is a nice, uh, you know, important thing. It's, it's, it's good for us. So, you know, in another life living somewhere remotely and, and working, um, I don't know, building post and beam houses, uh, that'd be great. Um, but I could also, I've always wanted to be a national geographic photographer, you know, work. I actually one day, was able to work with a national geographic photographer in Wyoming. Um, I have a, I have a friend who works on the the fire department, the same guy that tagged me in this, okay. in this clip. He somehow got tied in with a guy who specializes in otters. He basically does a whole bunch of stuff with otters, his whole career is well known for it. And he had been helping him shoot some, some footage up in Grand Teton national park and he couldn't do it for a day. And he said, you want to step in and make a few bucks? I said, sure. And it was, I think it was November. It was cold. And we sat and you realize how I talk about commitment and dedication. These guys will sit in one spot, whether the Amazon, you know, somewhere in the jungle getting eaten by mosquitoes for days. We sat in a canoe for like 12 hours and freezing cold just to hopefully catch some, um, some otters. I don't think we ended up uh, getting any footage that day, but, 
hey, it was kind of inspiring. And he's he travels all over the world, Africa, you name it. And that would be incredible. I could I could get into that. So, so do you um, do you photography at all, like on the side? No, like, no. I mean, I, I I would love to. I, I haven't I haven't gotten into it. Um, something something to add to the list to do, you know. <laughs> you, you always need something on the list to do, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, some charity work you did. Uh, you biked across America for charity. Yeah. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about that? Other things sure. you've done. Um, when I was 24, I rode a bike from Boston to San Francisco and and to raise money for a nonprofit based in Massachusetts called Camp to Belong. Yes. And Tanya Whitzer? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, well, there's a couple, there's actually a couple Camp to Belongs. There's one based in, I know the founder in Colorado, I think in the Denver area, there is a Camp to Belong. Um, the Camp to Belong that I worked at in Massachusetts, actually, they, they, migrated the from because they use already established um summer camps okay locations. so when i was yeah. when i was um volunteering for them they were in the berkshires area okay. and they've done i know that since graduated to uh going to a camp up in maine um so they kind of they've kind of traveled around new england um but yes they are they are based in in massachusetts um and i I have a friend from college who at the time was um, a social, uh, she was majoring in social work and she mm -hmm. had started volunteering for this summer camp. And, and in essence, what it is, it's from the outside looking in, it just looks like a normal summer camp with kids. Mm -hmm. But uh, the intention is to bring siblings who have been separated through the foster care system yeah. together for a week and awesome. give them the opportunity to, enjoy each other's company um unfortunately a lot of these kids maybe this is the only time they get to see each other in the course of the year maybe they haven't seen each other in, in, in several years there's a lot of trauma related to their experiences and it was just in, intended to be a safe space for kids to get these siblings to get together and really bond and create those what statistically is the longest enduring relationship you have in your life is your sibling uh relationship yeah. and um so in 2008, this was at the start of the recession. Um, and unfortunately, funding for the camp was just getting, it's always hard. I think it was always hard. They were constantly petitioning to get money, get grant money. And uh, they were uh, on the hunt for ways to make some money to ensure that they could have a camp in the next year. And on a whim, I kind of said, Hey, what if I was to ride a bike across country and, um, Judy Cockerton, who, um, who was running the camp at the time, she saw my vision and she ran, we ran with it and we were able to, you know, I said, I told this to Wendy and it's the truth. I, uh, the riding the bike was the easy part, you know, the people who came forward to yeah. support a cause and really maybe that wasn't directly affected them uh, just to be philanthropic and generous with themselves. Uh, and we ended up raising over $20,000 um, for the ride and it all went to the 
to camp and it was, you know, I, I would do it again. It was um, such a wonderful experience. I got to meet, you know, I, at, at that point I really had never, I'd been to California maybe uh, once or twice, but I'd never really been west of the Mississippi and to do it on mm. a bicycle was kind of pretty wild. <laughs> so, yeah. You uh, get to see things up close and personal that way. Slow, mo slow motion. You get to really yeah. get a sense of the landscape. Um, How uh, long did that take you? Did you say? Yeah, it was about, it was about, um, it, it took me a month and change. Um, it's not bad. No, I mean, wow. I, I had day, you know, the days could vary from 80 miles in a day to my longest day was like 120 miles. And my shortest day was 20 miles and you catch bad weather and you're just feeling yeah. sore and not up to it. And, um, but I've met some, I, it really instilled a sense of karma for me. Um, I met people along the way that would see my bike and pay for a meal for me. Would I, I slept in the backyards of people's places who just said, Hey, we got, we got, a I, we got a, some free real estate. You can plop a tent down. I stayed in a, a bunkhouse on a, an apple orchard in Ohio. I mean, it was just, you realize that it takes so much more than you to be uh, accomplish what you set out to do. And mm -hmm. I, I had some wonderful strangers along the way that just didn't need to know more than that. It was, I was trying to set out to do something good for others and, and they contributed in their own way. So it was a really wonderful learning experience for me. I love that. Uh, I love the charity piece. I love that you walk alongside foster kids. That's um, kids who are often, you know, living on the edge and not supported. Yeah. Um, we as a group uh, uh, always are looking for uh, uh, char charities to walk alongside or uh, donate or things. So yeah. that you have that type of heart and uh, chose to do that, that we, we love that when we saw that piece. Um, yeah. And again, I, I, you know, I, I would encourage anyone to find something that they're uh, passionate about and, and give in their own way. I mean, it's an ostentatious um, uh, display. You know, I, I obviously riding a bike is seems big, but, you know, there are people I was really inspired by the people who day in, day out were doing the hard work of, mm -hmm. you know, once a week getting these kids together, not at camp, uh, you know, people volunteering their time in, in significant ways. It was, um, those are the people that really deserve a lot of credit. And so, um, you know, take, take the example of good people and, and, uh, you know, let that feed you, I guess. It seems like you've done a lot of work with kids. Um, yeah. 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 I've done some work with some kids. Uh, yeah. I've, uh, you know, I spend a lot of my twenties working with kids. Yeah. I love, um, I love that um, all of your, it seems like a lot of your work, other than being an EMT, like it kind of was centered around kids. And that's, that's yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think that I got to combine two things that I really right. enjoy, which is being in the outdoors, working with kids. You know, I, I truly believe that experiential education is, is really important. Um, mm. And I, I wish we had more of it in this country because to put kids into a vulnerable situation where they really don't have any skill sets and force them to be vulnerable. And then, and then they can build on that and, and um, build confidence in themselves, teamwork, things that are 
so important, especially in this day and age of, of phones and things that are kind of get us away from yeah. that. Like, to build those hard skills and empower kids, it was a lot of fun because kids are so honest mm -hmm. in ways that it's fun to work with them. You know, they yeah. are they still have an enjoyment about things, you know, that we tend to, yeah. you know, because of, of paying the bills and the, the rat race, we kind of forget as we get older. So it, it was a really great way to keep me younger, too. So. That's awesome. As a um, as a mom and as a former kindergarten teacher, um, I feel really passionately about that. Oh. Um, I just found my signed up my four year old for like wood school. I think that's what they call it. they're calling it. Yeah. That's for him, he just needs to be like. He needs to, yeah. Get, get out he there in the dirt, you know. Yep. Eat eat a little bit of the dirt, you know. It's okay. You know? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Thank you for, you know, my mom was a second grade teacher for 28 years and she still works as a principal in the public school system. And oh, I, I know it's, yeah. it's a, it's not easy work and our teachers need a lot of support these days. And, and, uh, so. I was laminating today. That was literally my job. Hey, was, there we go. Yeah. My daughter teaches first grade. So that's awesome. So my job was to laminate cause she's setting up a room. Right. I love, I love that. Yeah. School's getting back in session. Right. Right. It's the only time of year that I miss teaching. <laughs> Setting up the room. Yeah, I can see that. Um, hey, so should we move on to some of our like yeah. favorite things? And Let's do it. We're going to ask a few things, get to know you a little bit. Um, so we're looking for favorite things. Uh, what's your favorite movie ever? Oh, right? so tough. Uh, I'd say that uh, the movie Hook is up there with Robin mm. Williams. Uh, Love talk about, Hook. Talk about just um, remembering what it's like to be a kid and you're never losing that sense of wonder in, in the world. Plus, uh, the casting, Robin right. uh, Yeah. Uh. Gosh, it's been a long time since I've seen that. We gotta watched revisit. a lot at my house. That my kids all loved it. So, got to re re revisit it. Watched a lot of hooks. I'll have to stick it on. Okay, what about your favorite um, comfort TV show? Like, what's the show you throw on when you don't feel like watching anything else? Mm, it's funny because it's hard to say because th these days I don't have tons of time to just turn on the tube. You know what I watch? My girlfriend got me into because uh, she's such a great cook. I watch Beat Bobby Flay. Oh yeah, my husband oh. watches that all the time. I, and it's, it's like funny. funny because most of Throw the on, I have no interest in, but I started watching. I was like, oh yeah, I just love watching people cook. And Bobby's so talented, um, yeah. you know. And there's always good banter. He's, I think he's, he does a good job in the show. So awesome! All right, what's your favorite food? Healthy and guilty pleasure. Healthy. Food. Um, you know, I can dress up some oatmeal pretty well. Like, you know, like oatmeal, peanut butter, throw in some like some some nuts in there, some some almonds, maybe some some walnuts in there. Um, put some berries in there um maybe dress it up with just you know just a little little jam or something uh never done you know. jam yeah maple um, and then guilty pleasure i'm i have a sweet tooth so ice cream for sure mm -hmm. and growing up in vermont ben and jerry's 
I can I truly believe and I stand behind it that a pint is one serving. You know, Single I, serving. So I don't you, care. You just don't take care the what, cover off. I don't care what they say on the carton. I know it says four servings, but I just don't believe it. It's Ben and Jerry's. So flavor, flavor for Ben and Jerry's? Well, when I was a kid, we used to have a general store down the way from us, and they served Ben and Jerry's seconds, which means that they they were like factory defects because they put too much goodness. You know, the ratio of ice cream to the goodness was not, so it was discounted. Um, But, you know, when I was a kid. That's terrible. Yeah, no, awful, awful for a ten-year-old to have to endure. Uh, the flavor profiles were so much simpler back then, and I think I like that, like a, a cherry Garcia, an homage. You know, like I, there's something nice about that, just simple. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd go a oh, chunky monkey. Yeah, I love it. Yep, it's, yeah, fish food. I think I used to like that one. The fish food is starting. We're starting to make that transition where and now it's like. I love fish it's food. Nice. I love like Americone Dream, but it's like it is naughty to the tenth degree. The, the ice cream, is, <laughs> like, how about a like uh, half baked and everything? But it's like I can half barely find ice cream in these things. They're just so much stuff. It's just so much stuff. It's indulgent, and I like it. That's why it's the guilty pleasure choice of that question. <laughs> right. um, how about this one? What is your favorite state in America? Well, Vermont, because I'm from Vermont. Um, I don't know. That's there's so many having having the opportunity to have traveled um, throughout the states. I really, truly believe that every state offers something unique. And that's we are such a great country because of that. The best the best of us, our country is is because of our um, our shared our shared sense of something, but how unique we are and, and beautiful we are. And, and I think every, every state I've been to is something that is awe-inspiring for me, but Vermont, you know, because I'm, I grew up there and it's in my, it's in my blood. It's in my DNA. Absolutely. Love it. You have a favorite restaurant. Favorite restaurants. Well, I don't know. My girlfriend and I, we actually just ate this last night. My girlfriend was just coming back from the airport. It's called Mizala, which is, it does like Israeli cuisine. Mm. It's a lot of, um, a lot of like hummus and, mm-hmm. and pita. And, and it's just like, everything is so fresh and I, I don't feel so guilty about eating it. It's, it's, um, it's been nice. So currently that's, I would say that, um, Sounds delicious. Uh, it is good. If you're ever in LA, we'll we'll all go to. Uh, we'll go. We'll, we'll. I'll take you guys for. Uh, I'll treat you. How about that? And then when I'm up in Minnesota, you can uh, make some lefsa for me and. Uh, you know. <laughs> Put some melted butter on it. My mom. Yeah. Likes now we're talking. sugar or brown sugar. Right, explain what it is. <laughs> what is it, Julie? Explain to this. Oh. Lefsa. Yeah. Oh, it's um, it's essentially um. It's a flatbread, but it's made out of potatoes, and, and and it essentially looks like a wrap, like you have a tortilla. Looks like a tortilla, but it's made out of potatoes. Okay. You cook it on, you know, so it's flat like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, historically, most people put butter on it, let it melt, and throw cinnamon sugar or brown sugar on it and roll it on up. It's delicious. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sounds it. Yes. 
Yeah, no, lots of butter and brown sugar. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. See, that's a, there's a, there's not a lot of variations in that. Let's just get, <laughs> get it melted and you can't and, go wrong and, and, and eat it down. Right. All right. How about this one? Your favorite rom-com. Favorite rom-com. Mm. Oh, these are tough. Right. Cause I, I like, I don't know, like when Harry met Sally, that's oh, a yeah. hard that's mess true. there. Um, classic. I do kind of like, you know, like a, a Paul Rudd. Uh, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with a, a raunchier sense of humor, uh, you know, yeah. and, and, yep. you know, so we watch everything. So, yeah. yeah so like, uh, <laughs> forgetting Sarah Marshall or I love you, man. Those are all funny to me yeah but when harry met sally i mean that's that's wow. high up there that's, yeah. that's it's hard. iconic for a reason it's yeah. spectacular see here when harry met sally is so specifically wonderful because every little bit in it is also fantastic right right, right? it's like the lady in the back there looking at them is spectacular everyone in it is spectacular yep it's quite a it's quite a movie um so I agree. That's on my list too. Um, do we have any other ones? Yeah. Do you have a favorite band or singer? Favorite band or singer. That's a tough one too. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I grew up on classic rock, but I've kind of, for me, like a, a Jackson Brown or a Crosby yeah. Stills and Nash and Young, that vein is very, uh, uh, significant to me in my life. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dead head. So I like Grateful Dead. Um, Hence the Jerry Garcia. That's right. Hence the, <laughs> the, the homage to, to Jerry. Um, so it's tough. It's just so tough to say, but that would be, those would be right up there. Um, if we, I, talk, if I, we, we talked offline uh, in your article today that was published. Billy Joel was. Billy Joel is up there. I mean, it had such a, you know, these musicians that just have a profound impact in your life, you know, right. talk about like moments in your life that the music did something for you and meant something to you. Um, my girlfriend and I and a couple of friends had the uh, privilege to go see Jackson Brown at Santa Barbara Bowl last year. And it was, it was, um, it was definitely a bucket list for me and, and it just was so moving and touching. Um, so they're up there. Bonnie Raitt uh, would be right up there. Um, yeah, just somewhere in that vein, I think. Mm -hmm. Those are fantastic choices. Like yeah. a lot of classics, a lot of great yeah, music, yeah. a lot of great music, actually. Yes. Great, great storytelling. Great storytelling. Mm -hmm. Well, should we round this up? Yeah, uh, no. So you have a new movie, Mary Me in Yosemite. Airs September 3rd on the Hallmark Channel, and your co-star is? The wonderful, indelible Cindy Busby. Yeah, uh, and we can catch it, I think it's 8, 7 Central, right? On True. Saturday. Yep, yeah, Saturday, yeah. September 3rd. Check yeah. it out. It's going to be it's gonna be great. I think uh, people are really going to be um, enthralled and, and hopefully get to see a beautiful place and a beautiful story being told in that place. So I hope everyone enjoys.
I have a feeling we will, and we're excited for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Really I hope you it. celebrate in some way. And I think you need to post a picture of the firehouse watching. Oh my God. I will, I'll, I'll send a text. I'll send a text because that would be that would be too funny. I'll be sure to send it your guys' way. Because uh, that would be just just crack me up. But guys, guys with big burly mustaches and all sitting around watching the watching on what channel. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, it needs to happen. You put it up in your in your stories and tag us, and we'll re, sure. we'll repost. Okay, well, hang on, hang on with us here while we go out. We'll say goodbye and we'll chat with you once we go out for a second. Awesome. All right. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. We'll see.